Welcome to The Lemon Tree. The Lemon Tree is a Christian faith-based ministry designed to deepen your faith with Christ and to create a spiritual root system that will hopefully take you and cause you to bear good fruit throughout the rest of your Christian life. I'm your host, Randy Songstead, and I'm a practicing attorney in Memphis, Tennessee, and have been for 27 years. Let me give you a little background about myself, just so you have a point of reference for where I'm coming from. I received my uh, BA from Dallas Baptist University in theology. I did my graduate work at uh, Trinity Evangelical Divinity School in Chicago, Illinois. And at uh, uh, Trinity, that's where I studied under some of the most prolific theologians of the last hundred years. Uh, My professors at Trinity are the translators of the New Living Translation as well as the editors of the New Living Translation. And those are the fellows that taught me how to interpret the Greek New Testament, to interpret Scripture, etc. And so that's where I'm coming from when we walk through the text of Scripture and I take you through the Greek text and many of these passages that are critical for you to understand in order to get a bigger picture of where we're coming from. I then received my doctorate in jurisprudence from Texas A&M University, a.k.a. law degree, and I've been practicing law ever since, as well as teaching uh, and preaching God's Word throughout the last 40 years. I want to walk you through a piece of our first podcast that I've entitled, Six Things That I've Learned from an Exorcist. You want to say, why in the world would you start a podcast with that? I have a very good friend of mine. His name is Stephen Rossetti. He is the chief exorcist for the Roman Catholic Church in Washington, D.C. He has a Ph.D. in psychology from Boston College. Uh, He flew airplanes in the Air Force. He is a priest, a canonical canonical lawyer with the Roman Catholic Church, and, yes, an exorcist. He is the chief exorcist, and he has published a, a number one bestseller, called A Diary of an American Exorcist. You can get it online for about $20. It's worth a read. It'll scare you at night, so be careful. But he has spoken to me about several things that I thought were disturbing that Christians overall probably will never hear. And that is how Satan hides behind psychological difficulties, mental illness, depression, anxieties, All of these things that cause us um, problems from day to day. And Satan hides behind that. And he has identified it through his exorcisms as to Satan's strategies when dealing with Christians and non-Christians. Now, what does Scripture say about that? Paul writes and he says, you know what? We're not ignorant concerning Satan's stratagems. Stratagems is a Latin term and a Greek term that was used in the military so that you could understand, spy on, uh, get surveillance, have intelligence regarding the enemy's movements, and they referred to it as a stratagem. In the Greek text, that's the exact word that Paul uses when he says, we're not ignorant concerning Satan's stratagems. We know how he works. And I'm hoping to identify some of those things in this six-part series called Six Things That I've Learned from an Exorcist, and we're going to walk through some of the things that bother you 
torments you, um, cause you problem on a day in and day out basis, not only from a psychological standpoint, but also from a spiritual standpoint and how the two blend. I think that's very important. At the end of this series, we're going to be having a podcast that is specially designed with myself and Monsignor Steve Rossetti, and we're going to be talking about the psychological differences and the demonic activity, spiritual warfare, etc., that goes on in Christian, in the Christian life. And I want you to make sure that you tune in, not only for these podcasts, but also that podcast with the Chief Exorcist of the United States. I'm going to switch gears for a moment, and I want you to ask yourself a question. Actually, you've already got the question, I'm sure. Why in the world, Randy, are you naming this podcast The Lemon Tree? That has nothing to do with anything. Well, actually, it does, and let me tell you why. I grow lemon trees in my kitchen window. I started it about a little over a year ago, about 18 months ago. And I bought these lemon trees, and I potted them, and I noticed when as I'm reading the, the instructions, uh, lemon trees do not require a lot of water. You water them once a week, basically, because a little too much water will cause the root system to be very shallow. A lot of water can cause root rot and will cause the tree to die. And so you have to balance the watering with the pH. And I have a tool that you put in the soil and it gives you the pH readings, gives you the moisture readings. And so you've got to follow that very, very closely, especially when the plant, the tree is young. So as the trees began to mature, I noticed that they begin to, after about three to four months, begin to have a little, uh, beautiful little white flower that popped out on the tree with a little yellow pistil in the middle. And suddenly, uh, another week or two later, there was, uh, a, a, you would see a little, looked like, what looked like a little lime about the size of your thumbnail that started popping out all over the tree. And as over the weeks uh, and a couple of months, those little thumbnail limes became about the size of a golf ball. And then they just stopped. They quit growing altogether. And I thought, well, there's something wrong. So I began to look this up and I studied it. And that is the time when the roots of the trunk are going deeper into the soil. And as the roots go deeper into the soil, it's a growth spurt for the tree. The fruit does not do anything. It just sits there. And it looks like a little lime golf ball for about three months. And then all of a sudden, one night, one morning, I wake up, and all of a sudden, these little limes have grown much bigger. And within another month, I had over 12 beautiful lemons the size of a baseball. They were absolutely spectacular. And as I'm harvesting these lemons, they were succulent. They were sweet. They didn't have that hard, sour bite to them. They were fantastic. And then they stopped again. And so I began to read a little more and learned that, once again, they're not going to produce every single week, every single day. That fruit has to mature, and it's when the root system begins to go deeper yet again, allowing the trunk of the tree to get thicker, longer, bigger, and have branches that come off that are able to hold and withstand the weight of the fruit. Now, there's a spiritual lesson here, and I believe the Spirit quickened this to my heart. He said, this is what the Christian life 
is like. When a new Christian, when a person freshly comes to Christ, they've just accepted Christ. It's the most important decision that that person will ever make. But growing in Christ is a lifestyle. And what I've learned from watching these little lemon trees in my kitchen window grow, it became apparent to me when a Christian, a person becomes a Christian, they're a new Christian, they've got to be babied a little bit. They're not deep in the Word. They don't even know where to start reading the Bible sometimes. And so as they progress and as they read Scripture and as they develop a spiritual aptitude, going to church, mingling with other Christians, making new acquaintances, changing their life, growing in Christ, their root system begins to develop, and they will start to produce fruit. It may be very little. It may be small. It may be immature fruit, but it's there. And these are the times when, as Christians, we pray. We think, why is nothing moving? Why is God not answering my prayer? Why, is all the, why are all these things happening to me? Here's the thing. That's the time when your root system is developing in the soil of the gospel of Christ and in the good news of the love of Christ. This is the time when, you, when God is moving you into a new dimension, a new arena, a new area of his love and in his maturity for your life so that you can bear what? much fruit. Now, I want to read to you what Jesus said about this in John 15. And in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, he says, I'm the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do not bear fruit so that they'll produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches gathered into a pile to be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great joy to my Father. Now that's an amazing passage because that is exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about the lemon tree. The goal for me is that you grow in Christ and produce much fruit. What is producing fruit, Randy? I don't understand. I mean, you know, am I, am I just a tree? I mean, is that what we're talking about? No. Producing fruit is this, doing good works, doing things that are out of the ordinary, sharing your testimony of how Christ has changed your life with other people. People have asked me, said, Randy, I notice you hang out in pubs a lot. Yeah, I do. You know why? Because there's not a lot of Christians in there. There's sinners in there. And the one thing that will bring attention in a bar or in a pub or in a, a place of, you know, whatever you want to call it, is that when you start talking about Jesus Christ, 
people start perking their ears up and they're going, is that guy talking about Jesus over there? And you know what happens? They get drawn to it. I've had numerous people over the years walk up to me. I've never met them, don't know who they are. We start talking about the Lord, and I have literally led more people to Christ in a bar than I've ever led to Christ in a pulpit. That's bearing fruit that remains. Those people I talk to on a regular basis still today, and they've gotten into church, and they're doing the work of the Lord. That's what this is about. We are living in a pagan culture and in a pagan society. Everybody, when I was growing up, everybody said, you know, uh, America's a Christian country. started out that way. It's not that way anymore. Never before have we ever had attacks on the Christian community, on Christian faith, on Christian teaching, than ever before than what we have right now in the United States of America. And I've got bad news for you. It's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And it is... Very, very important that as Christians, we begin to dig deep into the scriptures. We dig deep into the word and we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. And that's what this podcast is supposed to be doing. So I hope you will join us. We are going to be covering some things that are going to hit you right between the eyes on your daily walk and daily life. And we're going to start off with discouragement and how Satan uses discouragement to keep you defeated and to hold you down to where you are not producing and not performing as a Christian. If he can take away your identity, if he can make you feel that you are less than what you are supposed to be, then you can walk around with a cloud over your head and you never do anything for Christ. Discouragement is Satan's favorite tool and we're going to be covering that in the very next episode, episode one of The Lemon Tree. Thank you for listening.